Welcome to the Avance Podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Nick. I'm Megan. Ooh, that's I'm, a voice we missed. You, <laughs> both of us, literally paid my way in this time. Yes, yeah, you did pay her way in this time. You okay? You missed an opportunity. Like when the bank goes, "What are you buying?" Just just said monkey, and then not another <laughs> a thing. A monkey, <laughs> a primate. I'm buying a primate. Buying a primate. Anybody can buy a zoo. <laughs> yeah. I bought an ape. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tax write-off. It's fine. All I <laughs> think it was Grandma's boy. Yep. I think that'd be great. Drive, monkey, drive. <laughs> oh, that's right. Dante. Did you know he was really high during that movie? Shocking. Like, I know. In real life, though, apparently. So he was supposed to be smoking fake weed, and apparently he wasn't. He was not. Oh, yeah. No. Whoops. Dante, so, yeah, whoops. So. Uh, He's so old now, and I feel bad. Like, I feel old. It's, uh, why? Because it's, it's one of my so favorite movies to quote, uh-huh. and it's to the point now where nobody gets it if they're younger. <sighs> we don't need that. Genre. And it's such a quotable movie. When did that come out? 2000-something? It was Xbox original. It's the big box. 2000-something. Uh, okay. I love Nick Swartz in that movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with cars, so we should probably get back to cars. <laughs> Nick Swartzen probably drives a car. I'm sure. That's true. There you go. You know. Don't you know? Yeah. 2006. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm old. Jesus, that's going on 20 years. Yeah. Now I feel old. So, are we telling people what you're doing? Oh, I don't care. Oh, sure. okay. Yeah. She's about a monkey. She's about a monkey. You kind of gave yeah. a subtle hint there. Well, say like where it came from. <laughs> Maybe people believe she's we're buying a primate. We're not in the illegal pet trade. <laughs> they, again, we're mysterious. We're kind of an enigma. <laughs> they yeah. don't know that. It is shop talk. There's yeah. no rules. That's There's no right. rules. There's no rules for shop talk. Don't talk about shop talk. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I uh, I am buying one of Dan's monkeys. Yep. <laughs> Which doesn't sound any more convincing. It doesn't sound, I know, it's like, oh yeah, I, I could, I mean, if you think that our listeners couldn't see you and I <laughs> selling real monkeys, like, come on, at least That's me. <laughs> like your side gig. Do you have a license? Do you need one? <laughs> so, yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're, they're trunk monkeys. Everybody remembers that. That is... If you haven't seen the truck monkey commercials, Speak, that'll make you feel old. They, yeah, uh, they're so good. Yeah, still they stand the test of time. So, how's things in your world? Good. Good. Um, busy. Yeah, busy. Busy, yeah. busy. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been working on the project car or project truck as much as I've wanted to lately. Uh, so right now the Fiat is covered in like boxes of parts that have arrived that I've opened. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure they're the right parts. Like yeah. 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 I'm glad you finally shared with everybody that you actually drive your old truck with a milk crate. Because I, I feel like that was an unanswered question. Yeah, no, I... Charcoal. Charcoal, Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, charcoal. I apologize. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. milk crate. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Milk crate would be a great idea. We it's suggested the milk crate last time. I think yeah. They still have those, right? That's got to be a thing still. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Again, everything I'm saying makes me feel old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I was talking about the monkey though I was going to just jump right into the Carter Automotive Group tip of the week because mm-hmm. uh, I did not make this mistake when I installed the new clutch in your bike I installed it I did make this mistake when I did it in a hurry on my bike on our first monkey run and that is we're not I, the same bike yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah I yeah, replaced the clutch entirely oh yeah, yeah I see what you said yeah yeah I got you yeah, yeah, yeah. which was good because it does drive or ride way better it's too late she already bought it there's nothing she can yeah. do about it move along well <laughs> I ended up that has three bolts and uh, six clutch springs under a, a plate. And so what I did is I, I got a modified OEM clutch basket that I hold six bolts. So it's much more secure. And I took it out of the bike and installed the clutch that way. But when you do a clutch on a motorcycle with a wet clutch, one of the steps, if you're in a hurry, it looks it seems really easy to do, 
but you want to soak the, the clutch plates in oil. And so I took new oil and I put the clutch plates in there and I soaked them overnight. You don't need to do it that long, honestly. Um, but I did that overnight just because I was going to finish the next day, put it that, put it in. Now, the first time I did it when I was in a hurry, and I, I should, I should have known this. This is one of those, when you're in a hurry, you make mistakes things. The first time I did that, I didn't do it on the, uh, the monkey run because what I had, what we had done, and we talked about this a long time ago is that when we put the springs in there, one of them got a little sideways and my clutch wasn't engaging smoothly. And so it caused some issues. And so I replaced it at the hotel. It's not that hard to change a clutch in that bike, but because I didn't soak the clutch plates, they were always a little grabby and they never really engaged smoothly and evenly. And so doing it this time way better. Um, but there's only a few bikes out there with a dry clutch, Ducati being the most famous, and you yeah. can always hear a dry clutch. Some people love that sound. People who don't know that sound think your bike is broken. But if you're doing a clutch on a motorcycle, make sure you soak those clutch plates. Like again, I did mine overnight. They don't need to do that. 20 minutes in there is fine. You just need to make sure they're nice and wet before you put them in, or it will. you can cook the clutch entirely and ruin it like right away on a high torque bike on a monkey something really low torque it's not as big of an issue but if you what happens if the oil doesn't soak in there and seep in there completely before you start riding uh it will smoke the clutch it'll literally like roast those fibers that are on those fiber plates to the metal plates and they'll just burn them right off you don't need that it's yeah fine. don't need that yeah did you, so, did, you get, did you get rid of the 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 oil spinner? The oil spinner? No, because I don't have it. I don't even change the cover. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And so when I do the clutch cover on my bike, on the blue bike, which mm-hmm. I put in the notes that I gave you, um, it eliminates the oil spinner and eliminate, eliminates some rotating mass and it gives you an actual filter to change. Makes it a lot easier. Honda should have done that from the beginning. And you're going to put the uh, uh, the high flow oil pump in there too? Yep. Yeah. At the same time. It's pretty easy. If, yeah. I, if I can do it in the middle of my living room, you can do it in the <laughs> So. Yeah, but if you ever work on a motorcycle, that's yeah. one big difference in the clutches is they're wet clutches. And that's, um, I want to keep going with this because it's not that simple of a tip. This is why motorcycle oil is different than car oil. It's made to run with a wet clutch. Um, now, in a pinch, you're not, I've read through all the old rumors, no, you're not going to ruin your clutch in your motorcycle if you run car oil in a motorcycle. But there's different detergents in a car oil than there are in a motorcycle oil. And they're called friction reducers. And when they get on a wet clutch, um, the old... Do the, they reduce friction? They reduce friction, and you need feel like some. you need friction in a clutch, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. and they're not dramatically different. You can yeah. put car oil in your motorcycle. It's going to be fine for a while. It's just to prevent premature clutch wear. You should go with the motorcycle oil. It is actually different. It's formulated different, and you can look online. People have done tests, sent them into labs to actually prove this, and they are, they are different formulas. But, again, you can run 1030 in a monkey all day from a car, and it'll be fine. The trick is, is we change our oil so often, and I change my clutch relatively often because we're, I'm, I'm a clutcher. Um, mainly because years riding dirt bikes, I'm constantly clutching out of corners, clutching up hills, things like that. And so I'm pretty hard on my clutches uh, intentionally. It's not because I don't ride well. It's because that's how I ride. Um, but yeah. Do you remember when, before we went and I was like, I'm going to take the cover off and we're, we're going to check the filter and I'm going to check the mm-hmm. screen. And I said, Hey, the one thing we should do is check my clutch. Remember the one thing we didn't do? Check the clutch. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm no. sure it's fine, but oh, I was yeah. like, yours engage is fine though. Yeah, and I was like, I probably should have checked that. But well, I mean, it's just it's a gasket, but I, yeah. it's fine. I'm just was like, huh. I just remember that. I was like, we didn't do that. So there's, I blame you. There's not, two, definitely not my fault. There's <laughs> new two different clutch covers that you can replace the OEM Honda with the Takagawa and the Kataco. Um, is it Kataka? Kataka. That's the one I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so. Yeah, advantages and disadvantages to both the takagawa one allows you to inspect the clutch without taking off the cover like a real dirt bike on a dirt bike or a performance bike you can take us there's a double it's a double cover there's an outer cover and that's so you can get right to the clutch and nothing else and then a larger cover behind it to get to the rest of things 
and is that new? I don't remember seeing. I don't remember that being an option when I put. It's vinyl. newer. Okay. Yeah, but that would have been nice. Yeah, and it should be. This is. I mean, they kept the cost of the monkey and the grom down by doing things like this, by making it as simple as possible. And most people aren't going to their clutch on their their grom or their monkey like every thousand miles or less, like we are. Um, Does the new one have? Because the reason I got mine and, and it ended up being I didn't need it was it had oil outputs. So if I wanted to run an oil cooler. Yeah, they both do that. They both do. Okay. Yeah. And they both have sight glasses and things like that. But yeah. Sight yeah. glasses is nice. Yeah. yeah. I might take a look and, and see about the Takagawa one just uh, because that is how a clutch cover should be made. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't blame, I don't fault the whole thing. That's Honda what that's like on the, on the yeah. 450s. Like if you yep. want to change the clutch, you put it any on the side. Any performance bike, yeah. any performance bike, dirt, street, whatever yeah. is going to have the double, the double system. So. Anyway, I, I enjoy working on motorcycles and clutches and things like that in those. I do not enjoy it on cars because transmissions are heavy and they fall on you, but uh, bikes just lean it over on its side. Nice. Yeah. So would you say that working on the monkey is harder or simpler than working on like a dirt bike? Harder, actually. Um, things are, it, I mean, it's a single cylinder four stroke. So everything is exactly the same as any other machine. There's nothing special about the monkey the way it's built. It's just a lot smaller. So there's a lot more access on the monkey, but things that you would do quickly on a dirt bike or a performance bike, uh, you can't do as quickly on the monkey. You will because it's so much smaller, but... And I don't know what Satanists put together the wiring loom, but it sucks at times, like to chase something yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Like when I when I changed out the... The the tachometer no the oh, tachometer the oh, tail yeah. light was too like chasing all those wires down like the wiring harness is very weird the way they 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 basically I think it's one of those things and I'm sure they do this in cars the wiring harness goes in like the first thing on that frame and so in order to get to it or pull it and move it and get into it it's really tough so okay. so yeah. yeah the monkey especially the monkey not as much the grom isn't made to be taken apart quickly like a performance bike and it's not that it's again it's not that it's made poorly it's just they're just two different models like you want to go run around town monkey's perfect it's great for that or, or as we do everywhere yeah but like the dirt bikes are made to be pulled apart quickly um and they're straight up race bikes in the crf 450s the, the, the groms are meant i mean they, they expect yeah. people to pull it. i don't think they expected people to do to the monkeys what we've done like a, and a lot of people have now i mean um, but i'm seeing a, more people modify the groms to do wheelies and, and, and more power. And a lot of people are modifying the monkeys and this we didn't do. Well we kinda did. They, I mean they're putting panniers and racks and doing all kinds of stuff. That in that that trail one twenty five. So Yeah. That motor's yeah. so universal though. But the the nice thing is is there's so much aftermarket support for it. Because in Thailand it's like the bike to have. Yeah. yeah. So there's just tons of them everywhere. Um so. I would love to have that five speed transmission. That's the one thing I'd like yeah, to have. Yeah, I so. wish I'd like to. Yeah. So one seventy cc big bore. I watched the video a couple times actually on that. The long one, uh, Partzilla did a really nice one about yeah. doing the one seventy cc big bore with the uh, dual overhead cam. Okay, not going to be quick, but doesn't look hard. If you know what I mean, like take your time, go slow. Well, my plan is to do your bike first, and then you know something's yeah. wrong. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Let's do mine third. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh no, you don't. <laughs> I'm wondering. So I talked to Man in the Box about the UCU. And they're saying the DHM ECU can be used for that. But watching the video, you need wideband. So if you do fuel controlling on a bike like that or on most bikes is like the upper 80 to 100%. That's where you're really worried about the throttle and the fuel and everything. But in order to, if you do a big bore like that, you're completely changing the motor. Yeah. And so you need, a bi- you need to be able to modify the whole band of the power and the fuel. What does the kit say you're supposed to do? Go out and get a custom tune? 
so you don't need to go out and get a custom tune like you used to now. Like now the field computers have come up. They, they're smart enough that you can just put them in and they'll learn as you go. You do a rev through cycle and it never allows them to run lean. It'll actually run rich and then back it off. Okay. So that's nice. But you have to install a wideband O2 sensor, which is why we have that extra port on the Oceanmere exhaust. Yeah. So you have to add a whole new extra O2 sensor because remember we move the, remove the catalytic converter and you put in the Yosh. And then you have to, it's basically three different computers from um, uh, not K&N, K&N bottom. It's the so the the aftermarket one that I have from Man in the Box that was programmed for my intake and my exhaust won't work. Is what you're saying? I don't think so. I don't. I, mean, I think it will. Don't get me wrong. So it'll work. But if you want to get, if you want to dial it in, well, yeah, you're look, yeah. But here's the problem. Looking at that, you're probably looking at. I'm not kidding. Like nine hundred to a thousand bucks just in fuel computers. Wow. Because it's think because you're on top of the thousand dollars for the kit. Yeah, and so I'm trying to do some more research on a more efficient way to do this. Because I mean, you think about it this way though: the, the computer you're buying for that bike is no different than any computer you'd be buying for like no, an I R- get R6. it. Six, it's just I don't remember reading that in, in all that stuff. That's like, hey, this is the kit, but by the way, you still need to go out and buy a computer. Yep. And so, well, I'm, I'm what I I'm could, finding could, yeah. is that you can get by without it, but to do it right, you're into. Are you, are, you, are you about to, but if you're getting by without it, are you going to damage a bunch of brand new components? That's what I'm trying right. to figure out. Yeah. I mean, you need to ride yours first before you get more power, young lady. Oh, oh yeah. No, I, you, you, weigh, you weigh as much as a strong breeze. You'll be fine. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. We'll let our uh, yeah. listeners that can't see just go with that. Just imagine. <laughs> yeah. You see you tuning, though. I mean, yeah. a motor is a motor is a motor. And that's what kind of sucks. And that's what's kind of good. Because <laughs> it's I'm, all been done. But wondering, cheaper. <laughs> I'm wondering if that one that I got from Man of the Box could be taken here in town and reprogrammed where Brian took his, because they did that. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I, I think you can to a point, but I think the you run into the problem because the bike isn't wired for for a wideband O2 sensor. Okay. And I think that's what's the stumbling point. Like, I think it'll still work, but if you if you start running lean through the mid-range, you're still going to burn up okay. valves, stuff like that. So, you're so I'm ta- going to find out. You're talking 1000 something, 1200 bucks for the kit. Plus, you think another thousand for a computer? Yep. Which I don't know I, if I'm willing to do. I'm, I'm that's I'm out. Yeah, I would probably do. I probably at that point maybe go to a cam or something. But I mean, I could see going to a cam and then having and then having those guys retune it. Yeah, I was thinking cam, high compression yeah. piston, and a tune. Yeah, and call it a day. I but. was not aware of that. I did. I mean, it yeah. makes total sense now that you say that. But I, yeah, I'm I'm not spending. I'm I love that even. bike. I'm not putting another two thousand dollars into it. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I'm like, well, why don't I just buy a sport bike too? So that, that, that's <laughs> yeah. literally coming out of my Triumph budget. So yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of Triumphs, <sighs> I'm gonna kill him. Jerk. I'm absolutely gonna kill him. Brendan and Powell have Ooh, a shot. Oh God. So did you I, see that? No. Megan. No. So he bought a Triumph, a, a newer Triumph Bonneville Bobber, which is my dream bike. And then Thornton Huxton or Hux, what are they called? Um, yeah, I think so. Out of England, they take those bikes and, oh, God, I, that's so, so, I mean, the want is more than, I, yeah, and I don't think his is modified. His has been modified, and then and then Brandon Bimpel will do his usual thing, take a bike and make it absolutely glorious, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I am I'm not happy. I mean, I love him. He's a best, he's a great friend, but we're uh. <laughs> just seething with jealousy. Yeah. yeah. That's all there is to it. And the funny thing is, is I, and I trust he's never done a bad thing with a vehicle. Right. What he, what it is right now, I would not change a thing. I would put that, I would put that, that twisted exhaust on it from, but yeah. Yeah. It's not going to yeah. be quiet. I don't care. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not it's in a, a bad way. You, you do realize that those bikes are, are solid rear ends, right? There's no, okay. yep. yeah, right. Good. Yeah. 
So are you first in line to purchase this? I don't think I I, I can't, I can't afford it, but yeah, I've ridden a hardtail before and uh, no thanks. I, I love them, but, uh, is it really a hardtail? There's nothing. It's just yeah. straight tire and frame. That's the exhaust. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I thought it had like uh, nope. So like one of the cool things I've seen they do with choppers is they they mount. It looks like a hardtail, but they mount the suspension. Oh, underneath. you may be right. There might be suspension. Oh. Under there. I thought it was. I thought it was a, a solid. You may be right. I have to look at the bike again. Jeez, yeah. I know. I'm looking at it. I'm just. We're just going to pretend like uh, I, you were right. Okay. No, that's beautiful. <laughs> That's one of those times where you question, like, at what point does a vehicle become art and vice versa? Oh, yes, that exactly. 100% would be in my house, behind my couch. Like yeah. that, mm-hmm. with, hands down. Um, you make yeah. you bring up a great point there, because that, he and Nick's exactly right. That bike is so beautiful, it literally becomes a piece of art in the living room. It's wintertime, oh, park it behind the couch. And it doesn't mm-hmm. even look awkward, because it's so pretty. Yeah. Like, it is a work of art. <sighs> That's the dream. Yep. They're they're fourteen grand new. So I keep and I, I it's funny. Well, no, no, I found one. Uh he, he quickly sold it because he priced it way too low. He was up in Everett. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. That's cause that's what I need is another project. Right. You understand that, Megan, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's really reasonable. I thought there were a lot more than that. No, no. Brand you can put a brand new one for I mean a Bonneville, 13. right? The Bobber, yeah. The Bobber's only fourteen. Yep. Huh. Yep. So I, I've paid that much for bikes before. Well, I mean, that's okay. Just so we're clear, that's on the websites. That's fourteen plus <laughs> plus fourteen. We have keys. to build it. We have to, you know, ship it to the front the front room. The dealership. The de- yeah. Yeah. Steal- yeah. So yeah, I don't know. So it lists at fourteen. So it's nineteen five out the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were kind of right, by the way, about that trail. The one that was selling for was down south. There was a few markups on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not so. Those bikes are supposed to be four thousand dollars. Okay, mm-hmm. the new trails. There's a couple of dealerships in Oregon right now that are trying to sell them for six thousand dollars. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. Uh huh. For a trail one twenty five in the green, mm-hmm. but yeah. Give it a few years, just like the monkeys. No, I know. I'm yeah. just you know. You'll find one with. Uh, I I was looking at. I think I bought mine with the red one. I think I bought with eight miles on it. Used. Yeah. Nice. Uh, there's a dealership here that's got a used Grom that's got 235,000 miles on it. Or 235, they took $35 off of it from the from new. 235,000? No, sorry, 200, I'm sorry, 235 miles oh. on, oh. on the clock. I was like, these like, are diesel engine numbers. Sorry, it's, it's, <laughs> it's been a very long week. <laughs> and they've taken $35 off a new one. Ooh. So, yeah. Yep. Oh. Apparently, mileage doesn't matter. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Yeah. They were easy miles. Right? Yeah. When are we releasing this episode? Uh, this will be out next Monday. So, oh, okay. Uh, the, so what is that? The 20-something. Uh, okay. Or no, it's the 9th. I keep my days. 19th. I'm with you. It's the 14th. Okay. It'll be out on the 14th. 14th. I want to say this to Avance members. I just posted it uh, up on the Avance page, but if you're going to be in Monterey, uh, I would put together with, with a deal with Concorso, and we're doing thirty dollars off a ticket. So, oh, yeah. twenty twenty three. Just, I mean, if anybody's gonna be down there, I know there's a bunch of people down there. Chrissy and Adam are, and and all the crew are throwing a big party down there. Unfortunately, I won't be able to attend because I'm working. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just want to put that out there. So, Avance twenty twenty three. Yeah, let's see. We got. Uh, let's see here. We got a couple of text messages. Mm. Oh, uh, Nathan Muntz. We have a phone number now. We do. 425-298-7873. Shoot us a text. Give us a call. Uh, I don't monitor it. It's on silent, but I will monitor it. I check it every day. 
He said, are you guys legit pushing for a 200-mile-an-hour car? Are you thinking of running it on a road course like Silver State or off-road like the Alvord Desert? This is Nathan Muntz. Um, Thanks for putting an idea in my head. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Bonneville. I was thinking, I was thinking uh, on-road, but now that you said off-road, <laughs> I can't. I've done 180 miles an hour on the road. I can't imagine doing that on dirt. No, no, no. He's thinking like a closed course. I, I'm, I'm, I don't care. I'm just saying any putting dirt under my tires while doing that, like well, salt flats. I'd do it on that. Oh man, I don't know. That'd be. I mean, things get real floaty on. The that's salt what flats. I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah it's just, you know, I, that would be fun. Have you been yeah. on salt flats? Mm-mm. No, never. I'm surprised. I know. Right. It's a good Same. run. I feel like you'd be the type of person to be out there with like a go kart. Yeah. <laughs> shifter yes. cart. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, this thing's really dangerous. Full we don't know car. if it runs. We need someone to test it. Me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're only a couple inches off the ground. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, it's fine. I've, 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 I've spun out in Mario Kart. It's no different. Yeah. <laughs> you hit a banana. It's why, that's why it I spun him out on the track. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> He's still mad about it. So I like to poke the bear. He ran me off the track and got me black flag <laughs> somehow. Oh, really? Yeah. Out at PGP. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm ne- I've never, like, literally, I mean, he, it was a beautiful move. Just threw me off the track, spun me into the dirt. And I look up and the guy's pointing. Up. I'm like, what the? <laughs> what did I do? And it's Dan. It's not like, it's not like I was stopping him from passing. He came out of nowhere, put me into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, into the dirt. Yeah. Robin's racing. Like, so, this was premeditated. Yeah. For sure. like, what? And I'm looking at the guy, I go, what the hell did I do? <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not bitter about that, though. So No, yeah. no, clearly. Take that up with the track officials out there. Yep. Should. <laughs> so. <sighs> what have you guys been up to? I uh, did the Canada run, of course. Posted that up on our last episode. A lot of, lot of good traction on that. Day. A lot of people have talked about doing that trip. And uh, James Dunis combed in, uh, chimed in and said, you know, best road trip he's ever done. Uh, it's not the mo- it's not the drive you do for excitement. It's the drive you do to just see a constantly beautiful drive, and that 100 percent is it. Like that's one of those don't just get there and enjoy the drive. It is. Of. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I I truly think that was one of the reasons we came up with that phrase many many years ago. So we were talking about you were talking about one of those drives. It was Canada or it was Arizona or something like that, and that's how that phrase came about. There's a lo- yeah. I just think there's a lot of drives that you do for different reasons. I think some people just like to go balls out everywhere. And I think by doing that, you really miss out on a lot of drives. There's time and a place. And like, there's some drives where that's really fun and I want to do the same thing. And there's some drives where it's just kind of too pretty and Mm -hmm. also too dangerous sometimes. So, but Megan, sometimes do you drive BO? (laughs) Excuse me. You heard me. (laughs) It's better than saying the real thing. No, right. No, no. Uh, yes. Yes. Probably more socially acceptable. Probably, yeah. Uh, I can dig my own host tank too, Dan. For legal reasons, no. No, absolutely, yes. Yeah. I think everybody always kind of, I mean, there are times you get your foot into it and have fun, but. Yeah. There are times when, I mean, I think I've learned that in my older age of just pulling over and just going, yep, let me sit here for a minute. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be in the moment. I'm going to, I've done that a ton off-road. I do that Mm -hmm. more and more off-road. I'm just like, yeah, there's nobody here. I'm going to, you know, (laughs) I'm going to make some noise in case there's a bear, but other than that, (laughs) I'm good. So, yeah. Yeah. The Raptor makes that fun because I can haul ass and then find a spot. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty birds. Pretty birds. Gives me all the, all the things. Yeah. Raptor got a little bit of love this week. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Did 1,700 miles um, in Banff, you know, in that trip. And then when I came back, uh, I 
I changed my oil before we left, and I noticed a very, very small amount of oil underneath the truck. Not nothing like like drops. You changed your own oil? Yeah, all the time. Is that as hard as everybody with these Raptors talks about it? It is kind of a pain in the ass. Is I heard it's a pain in the ass, but it's and I heard there, the plates can go back wrong or something. Or there's, um, I don't want to go off on that subject, but I, I I've heard a, no people talk about that so in the many Raptors, yeah. and the Raptors especially because of the skid plates. Yeah. it's just it's kind of hard to reach the oil filter for one. Yeah, and it um I know over tighten it, but it can be. Excuse me, just kind of a pain to get to. Okay. And then, um, yeah, you've got to reach through the skid plate and kind of pull down the cover, which is has these cheap screws that can snap off. That's what I've heard about. Those people and then those things, yeah. If you have your standard oil valve in, it just kind of drains oil everywhere. Okay. Um, and so I have the Fumoto valve, which we talked about a lot. And every time we talk about it on, online, people give a bunch of hate, like, oh, it's going to break off. It's an off-road vehicle. You shouldn't have it. I'm like, it's under a quarter-inch steel skid plate. If I knock that thing off, my whole truck right? has yeah. way bigger it's, problems. It's big, yeah. <laughs> like, if I go through is, my skid plate. Yeah. yeah, if I do that, the frame is bent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've And I've had these things on for 20 years. Yeah. So they do drain slower, period, but it has a little clip that holds the thing in, and I mean, like, you have to really get in there to open this valve up. Yeah. It is not something you're going to bump. I wouldn't put one on the monkey because there's it's straight to the ground with no skid plate. Yeah. But on other motorcycles I've had with fairings and things like that, like I said, if I'm doing that, I've got a lot more problems. As yeah. long as you have something covering that, you're fine. And that makes it a breeze because I just put on a little uh, quarter-inch drain hose, put it right into the, the oil thing. It's the cleanest oil change I have now because it takes – you know, I literally get the truck up to temperature, turn it on, go inside, have dinner, come back out, my oil's done. Fill it up, done. Like, it's pretty easy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I recommend one to everybody um, if they are not in a rush. You're in a race car, you don't need fast oil changes, get a Fumoto valve. It's like 35 bucks on Amazon, 30 to 40 and they make, make sure, oil changes really clean. Make sure you take off the top cap up top. Yeah, take the ca- cap the, off, get your oil warm, yeah. and just walk away yeah. and let it drain. So, they're, they're Always warm very up your useful oil. for that. Yeah. It's a great little invention. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sorry, I, I interrupted oh, yeah. you there, so you, you yeah, headed up so to Canada. I had this little drip of oil underneath the truck, um, and I wasn't sure what it was, but it was driving fine, and I wasn't getting low oil or anything like that. And it turned out to be a, a pinhole leak in a, um, when I blew a seal, pinion seal. And so, under warranty, so they took care of it. You know, they said it would take a few hours, so eight hours later, I left the dealership <sighs> after waiting. Oh, uh, but, you know, hey, work from anywhere. I literally just popped up my lap, put on my headset, and was like, screw you guys, I don't know anybody. I'm going to take all my calls in here. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, blame the dealer. So they did that, and they replaced my wiper arm blades for a recall. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> they tend to fly off, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things where you laugh, but Minor if you were driving issue. and that came off, you'd be like, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, so they did that while okay. I was in there. So That's fair. Yeah, it was fine. Oh. Yeah. So the Raptor got a little love this week. That's the only. That's actually the only problem I've ever had with it. It's I was going to say, I don't think anybody, I mean. Considering, like, <laughs> I was t- talking about this. I use my cars. I launched my GTR. I launched my Porsches. And I've launched my Raptor just in different ways. Mm-hmm. Off the ground, in the Raptor, off the line, in the other cars. Once in the Porsche, off the ground. But that's it. And Sorry, so I was in I was, Baja mode. Yeah, considering. <laughs> yes. Considering how much I've used that truck, how many miles I've put on it, the road trip, it's been great. That yeah. is a very minor problem to have. So I've been Fair. super happy with it. This reminds me, when you said Baja mode, I brought my F-150 into the dealership just for my routine oil change and maintenance uh, a couple months ago. And the, the, the counter worker was like, okay, I'm ready to check you out and like get you on the road. But first I have to ask, were you like 
driving through water recently and we had had our Avance off-road daily oh, yeah. like the week before. It's like, like, what? No, I drive it to the store and church. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yep. It's in my head. I'm like, don't say anything that avoids your water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think so. Why? It's like, it's why? Puddles. Yeah. It's like your air intake is a little damp. It's like, oh, interesting. Oh, okay. That's a <laughs> good to know. wonder how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> so strange. Huh. Just, so like the filter was damp? Mm-hmm. Oh. Probably, oh. probably time for a new filter. Yeah, they yeah. changed that. Did they? You know, for they? free okay. under the warranty. Did you? No, yeah. I, was, I was out rescuing nuns from a, a, a tidal flood, and uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there was an abandoned child in a wagon in the road, and uh, what else? Yeah, I you yeah. know you know that too, like that. I would have loved to have seen the other side of that, of like you, like in your brain, going, "Okay, don't say anything that could be." <laughs> Incriminating, incriminating. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no good times. He actually brought it out because like, he's like, I can show it to you if you want. And I was nah, like, I'm good. Oh, sh- sure. 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 I don't know. Yeah. You guys do your homework. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, yeah. I kind of always do my homework as far as, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I shoot from the hip with that. Yeah. I gave these guys some homework. Um, <laughs> so that's what I need. Very difficult homework work to do. <laughs> I asked everybody to, um, hey, let's come back to the show. Let's already what like a few. I said about about five YouTube channels you think everybody should watch. Okay, um, at least to an extent. And this came up with a conver- after a conversation of me sending the group a writing technique video from our friends up north in Canada at Fort Nine. Uh, one one of the funniest guys. Like he's one of those. Uh, he doesn't try to be funny. He doesn't That's even. The best yeah, yeah, he's super sly. Yeah. You're like, wait, what did he just yeah. say? Yeah. <laughs> he's one of those guys, and he has some. He's an incredible writer. He did the police course. They, they can. You yeah. can go take the police writing course, and if you think you're a good writer, in Canada. Yeah, you can yeah. take it. In Canada. You can take it here too, actually, with some special circumstances. But nobody rides better on the street than a cop. I don't care what anybody says. Like you're not going to outride a cop on the street. On the tr- even most of them on the track. But track riding and racing is very different than street riding. It's a, and you ride in a different way. You're not worried about picking up half seconds worth of time on the street. You're worried about not hitting things and moving quickly and getting around things. This is not a YouTube channel, but to, on this topic, just go on YouTube and type in motorcycle police co- uh, motorcycle police competition, and then just sit back and watch. Yeah, and we'll they're insane. Your, yeah, pick your drop <laughs> off the floor. Yeah. So, I'm just, yeah. Yeah, and he did it on, a, I think it was a Silverwing. It was like an, an old, old, old bike, Hon- yeah. 80s yeah. Honda. Like, yeah. if that tells you yeah. anything about the host of the show, what is his name? He's a Canadian. Um, but about him putting his money where his mouth is, that dude can ride. Yeah. Just, holy crap, is that a hard bike, heavy bike to ride. And talk about bike technique. I've always loved his, his bike stuff. I love his gear reviews because I feel like it's more down to earth. It's not like... yeah. I mean, even if he's paid by somebody, which he's not a lot, he'll sit there and go, this is what I like. I don't like this mesh patch. This this pushed yep. into my kidneys, but it's, you know, it's a good, it's a really good channel. Yeah, yeah. And even if you're not into motorcycle stuff, he does talk about a lot about how engines work. Um, a lot of, it's, it's kind of a cross between Engineering Explained, which is another fantastic channel, um, yeah. which I didn't actually have on my list, but it is a great channel if you ever want to learn how something in a car works. Engineering Explained, it's where to go, but with a lot of sly, probably not safe for work comedy, <laughs> but you got to kind of pick up on it. So Canadian humor. Yes. You got to be up a, a boot. So yeah. 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 So that was my I first I thought pick. for sure one of you would have engineering explained on your list. So I benched that into my like buffer. <laughs> That's what group. I did too. I was like somebody else will say it. So yeah. I didn't put it. So what is engineering explained? Um, it's, he works, this guy works for what? 
Audi or something. I can't remember. He works for an OEM engineering department. And he explains the different ways that a vehicle works. Okay. <laughs> well, he's from Oregon. So he explains, so he explains engineering. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, Fair enough. He goes into really, like, the nice thing about engineering he explained is because he goes into really, really deep detail, but makes it so consumable. So if you if you are the type who is an engineer and who likes, you know, every math problem you can think of throwing it on a whiteboard, then he's your guy. But also, okay. if you don't know anything about that kind of stuff and you still want to know, he can make it consumable. He's just an excellent teacher and presenter. Um, he used to live, he was actually based right out of Oregon for a while, oh, and okay. his channel blew up, and I think he's in California now, like everybody does. But uh, yeah, check that one out too. Are we doing automotive stuff? Or are we doing no? Oh, okay, I, I said no guidelines. I wanted to know on the shop talk episode, like what are those channels you think everybody should watch? Uh, Colin Furs. Colin Furs. He's the English guy that's built the, uh, all the, the the tunnels underneath his back lawn, oh, and, he, yes. and he builds all kinds. I mean, he's got twelve million subscribers, but yeah, he builds some of the coolest things. Like people be like, I wonder if I could I, I could build a you know. He built a tunnel under his multiple tunnels under his backyard, like. <laughs> Yeah. If World War Two three comes, you got to go to. The, I mean, and it, he's he taught everybody how to do it. I'm not sure the council is real big on it, but like <laughs> he, uh, it's they're great. Like I said, he, I don't think his wife really gets it either. Like, but look, you can leave his house, go in under the ground. You can go. He's got an underground viewing room, and then it takes you to the garage, and it goes all kinds yeah. of places. So yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. amazing, absolutely amazing. I've so. never wanted a compound more in my life right? after watching his show. Well, he doesn't really have a compound. He lives I in know. a very small community. <laughs> like He's like in the suburbs with a compound. Like I've, I've watched him. I mean, the tunnel series is long, but like watching him try to get rid of the dirt without people really knowing what he's doing. And that, again, he has 12 million subscribers on YouTube. So it's not like he's hiding it. But <laughs> I know. It's pretty cool as far as, I mean, he built the caverns. He filled them with cement. He, he welded everything underground. Yeah. It, it's just Whoa. amazing. So yeah, it's not yeah. some like backyard project or some guy. No, but it is. It is but it is. Yeah. But he's like. But that's yeah. like an engineering feat. Yeah. This 100%. isn't like no, no, yeah. Shawshank no, Redemption. No, 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 no. Shaking <laughs> dust is, out yeah. of your pants. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> nice. That's probably okay. one of my first. That's one of my first ones. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'll go with Donut Media. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought for sure one of you would have that on your suit. Wow, product placement, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait uh, a minute. Didn't they just get a deal with Forza? I don't know. <laughs> did they? Great challenges. I, great hmm. challenges, by the way, in the game. They did a great job with that. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, okay. I will say this, uh, 100%. I wasn't a huge donut fan when they started. I didn't. I mean, I I've grown to love the, the, way, the stuff they do, but it wasn't my... Okay, I was always a big donut fan. Yeah, we all love donuts. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish bo- both of you here. gave me that same look like, fat oh, no. boy, you love donuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who wants the maple bar? <laughs> Candy bars. Hey, donuts uh, got me to move to Snoqualmie, fair for enough. the record. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> me too. North Bend uh, Bakeries. <laughs> me too. Uh, but donut media, I, like I said, when they first started going, I wasn't a huge fan of those guys. Um, mm-hmm. nothing, they didn't do anything wrong. I, it just didn't keep my attention like it was. But I think yeah. they've obviously... Coming to their own. Um, what is the main gentleman on Donut Media? The, the Jeremiah? Guy, is it Jeremiah? The guy with the beard? The bigger guy? Oh. Is no, Jeremiah doesn't have a beard. Oh, who are you talking about? I, no. I, I always think of him as the main guy, but he's probably not. Because how many people are on the on the Donut Media? Yeah, he he kind of is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Ben Conrad and Nick Mosseri. Okay. It's one of his, he, it's he, like when I think of a voice, I think of his voice. So, yeah. Uh, founded by Matt Levin, Ben Conrad, and Nick Mosseri. It's one of those guys. <laughs> one of the above. One okay. of those three. Definitely. Just give me a picture, Conrad. damn it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I wasn't as into their stuff in the beginning either. And I mean, I've always been into automotive and motorsports, but it was just 
too far outside of my realm. Oh, James Pumphrey is the guy you're thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I, okay, and, and I'm saying this for a Microsoft reason and a Donut Media. The cheap car, expensive car builds that they've done, which have literally, if you don't know, yes. Hilo, Hilo has worked their way at. into the Forza game, which is a lot of fun, um, is great. Because, it, again, it, it's talk, it talks about if you're building on a budget and why you wouldn't. But it also shows that even on a high budget, on the, on the high cars, it broke more than some of the low stuff. So yeah. 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 Yeah, those are my favorite videos that they do. I really enjoyed the Tacoma one on that, actually. Yeah. That was really yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, just interesting to see. Yeah. They Thanks. did a... Uh, uh, video recently where they bought a, a Toyota Previa for 500 bucks and entered it into the Gambler 500. <laughs> Sweet. Still <laughs> want to so do funny. that. Still want to do that. Yeah. Uh, if you need a co-pilot. I mean, yeah. Let me know. Um, I, w- I want to do a little shout out here. Uh, newer channel. Uh, it's getting subscribers. Um, and you'll understand why when I say it. I think, but, well, I should say it's only been on it's only been on YouTube for a couple of weeks, and they only have, have eleven thousand subscribers. It's channel one ninety nine. And oh yes, yeah, so, yeah yeah yeah. Yes. Uh, it's Travis Pastrana's new channel, and they're du- yeah. they're dumping all of their stuff that's not Nitro Circus stuff onto there. Cool. And um, it's it's been great. Like they just did it. They did a, one of them. It's like a thirty seven minute video. They just did a, a final send. They did the behind the scenes. If you haven't seen final send, uh, when Pastrana got yep. together with the um, Black Rifle Coffee guys and did a uh, Veterans Day video, great, awesome video. video. They did it behind. The, but um, they're doing some great content. Uh, in fact, they just did a uh, uh, a twenty one minute video on Rihanna. Oh, just let me know. I said it right, right? Rihanna and Rihanna, Rihanna. Sorry, thank you. Uh, kind of her background and all the uh, when she talked about it on our show about some of her accidents they she really gets into it on these videos and if you don't know she was travis's co-driver she probably will be again soon but yeah yeah so yeah she's and fantastic. she's awesome yeah and so she's Alex. awesome yeah sorry yeah yeah that's a great one yeah um follow. i went what's that oh, follow followed yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh <laughs> somewhat car related mostly tool related um basically all tool related but a lot of uh, mechanics tools and that is project farm yeah. Okay. It is one of the few channels that I do not fast forward. Um, I I usually watch a lot of stuff in one point two five, one point five even. But Project Farm, he talks fast. I love his tests. Um, there's a lot of a lot of data in tools is lab controlled, and anybody who's used any tools ever versus just like seeing them on the shelf knows that the real world is a different story when it comes to how you use things. And he does a lot of that real real world testing mixed with lab testing in his own lab that he's done on his own, his own experiments. They're actually really good. And I buy a lot of my tools based on his recommendations. Um, everything from vehicle jumpstart. Is jump this starters. the man behind the curtain in your life? Yes. Because you're our, you're our man behind the curtain. Well, so there's yeah. For yeah, a lot right? of tools, yeah. yeah. So. Um, in fact, one of the most recent ones he did was on tire inflators. Okay. And so he's done this before with mobile tire inflators. You set the pressure, you let it go. But one of the things he tested was the new, because of lithium ion batteries have come out, a lot of those have really shrunk down. And the little tiny ones are good for in a pinch, but not good for much else. And obviously the, the larger the compressor, the more air volume. But um, I ended up ordering one of the Gulu, which is you guys will maybe remember because they have the best jump starter out on the market. It's one of the few that actually delivers the amps it says it has okay. most. When you find the you know random letters equals the name company, jump starter it's usually like you know twenty thousand amps you know jump 10 vehicles and it'll like barely start one because nobody's actually holding them to it 20 hot road cars yeah right and yeah. so gulu is one of the few manufacturers that actually just published real results okay. um but they came out with a little uh, air compressor a really small one now not it'll fill one car tire but that's not what i got it for because it's small enough to fit in the pack on the back of the motorcycles and on our bikes 
it'll refill like 20 tires on a car. It might do one, but we don't need a lot. And so for that, it weighs, it's like a pound and a half and I can probably refill every tire we got if we pop a bead. And yeah. so we were talking about it in the other show and then he just happened to post his video. So I clicked order. So that'll be here pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it's one of those channels that I, I go deep into all the time. I look forward to his videos every single week. And he's one of those guys I've reached out to a couple of times because I've been a subscriber since before his channel blew up. He's one of the few that I discovered early as it started trending. I was like, ooh, that's my this thing. Guy. Yeah. yeah, that's my thing. And so I sent him a couple messages about getting him on the show because he just seems so interesting. Cool. Yeah, so I would love to have him on them. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. Um, this is sort of a, a genre of video, and but is it's uh, motor motor madness. And mm-hmm. if you don't know, this is where people with motorcycles and that have cameras, they send it in, and it's and it's weekly or it's almost a daily show. Um, and I use it to the point where I watch it, and then I try to guess where the person's going to come out. It kind of makes me a better writer, I think. Mm. Um, it's Smart. it's brainless i mean there's a lot of stuff but you will learn you know uh looking through somebody else's gopro uh it's kind of fun uh it like i said it's not you know you need to subscribe no but it, it's it's a lot of fun to kind of watch that stuff so yeah um i want to uh this is a this is out well this is a kind of this is i say this uh without being political but um as you know i'm a big 2a guy so colin noir is oh, one yeah. of my colin favorite people uh, he's a he's an attorney. He's very pro two A. Um, even if you're not pro two A, he's a wonderful person to listen to because he kind of gives some logic to uh, the pro A side. And obviously, he's an attorney. Um, great gun reviews. He's a big car guy. Things like that. Yep. So, he's yeah, a big car guy. Yeah, awesome. Yep. Uh, my next one would be the smoking tire. Oh yeah, Matt Farah. Is that question? You get some great people on the show. Never heard of him. <laughs> I hope, <laughs> hope hope he's somebody yeah. someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody should watch the smoking stuff. Tire. Yeah. yeah. So good. Expedition Overland. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> you want to look at beautiful places to go and get inspi- expi- mm-hmm. inspired to go off-road or just explore, um, that's Expedition Overland for sure. Um, there is a new YouTube channel. They have 10 subscribers right now. Um, it's called the the Project Garage. Oh yeah, I've heard uh, of that one. The girl's a little nuttier than a squirrel turd, but um, she has some cool projects though. She does, She has way field. too many projects. Yeah, it's too many. Oh if if we don't know, this is Megan's YouTube channel, and you should definitely go subscribe because yeah. I think if Dan and I unsubscribe right now, it goes down to like eight. But uh, yeah, <laughs> no, no, I appreciate. No. It. I think I like sent you guys a screenshot, and it's like, oh, I have five followers, and then you, you both instantly subscribe. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, no. No, you're, do, you're doing a great job. <laughs> doing a great job. So, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's not paying the mortgage yet. I think I'm at like 120 followers. Yeah. Okay. So, That's I mean, okay. That's pretty good, classes. actually. That's, that works. Yeah. yeah. That works. I like it. I like it. Well, yeah. there will be links to all of these, of course. So, don't you worry. Um, my next one, again, not entirely car related. A lot of my stuff I've noticed goes around. Um, it was fun to do this only because I've noticed a trend in what I like to watch more than I thought. And this one, I tell... Everybody watch. This is turned into why are we watching this to three hours later where we've watched every video on my couch. And that is my mechanics. Yes. My mechanics is one of those like literally everybody who's come to my house and watched anything on TV. I'm like, hey, check this out. There are restorers on YouTube. Everybody, everybody has seen these restorers where they restore items, tools, cars, whatever. And then there's my mechanics. And this is the guy that sets the gold standard for what restoring something should be. This is not only restoring something, but making it better than when it started, stronger, and still retaining its classic value. So instead of like resto modding a coffee grinder, quite literally, or a bench vice, this guy is going to make it better than new, 
but still the same vice. Like watching him restore this vice, like stuff, his, his tagline is, or not his tagline, but the tagline that's been given to him is I make a new one. And it's like, oh, hey, this, uh, you know, this, this bolt is stripped or this, this special screw is stripped, but it was made specifically for this item in 1912 or something. So he's like, oh, I'll just find the, you know, the brass with similar hardness, grind it out of a lathe and then hand file it down to make it perfectly matching the other one. Wow. Like, oh, this wood didn't quite match or it's been replaced before. Let me go find the tree they used in the original one and I'll just lathe it out and restain it and I'll have a new one. It's like, what the? Wow. Like his level of restoration, everything. And it's it's nuts because it doesn't just go to like restoring materials. It's like rewiring or recreating plastic or rubber even. I've seen him restore rubber before. Like things you didn't think were possible to repair, this guy can repair better than new. And it's incredible. It's not easy to re-rubber, okay? Yeah, it's not. It's no, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, two that I, I want I want to give a shout out to. Uh, one's an American company. One's an Australian company. Kind of basically do the same thing as Throttle, and then uh, Mighty Car Mods. Mighty Car oh, yeah. Mods, mm-hmm. you will laugh hysterically. These Australian guys are those are great. absolutely hilarious. I love Australians. Um, they do. They've done a bunch of work in Subarus lately. Like they took a, a they basically Subaru never made a WRX wagon over there, and so they just made one. <laughs> so they do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Like, it's funny because I, I forget. Oh, hell yeah. Chris what? Fix. Oh, Chris absolutely. Fix. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched Chris yeah. Fix for years. Yeah. With where I'm at with my projects, um, he's fantastic. I mean, as far as like fixing your own paint, your own dents, cutting out and repairing huh? your own like first welding project and rust and yeah. Stop making dents for- and you want to repair them. You're welcome. That <laughs> means learn how to weld it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Just for applicable use. I don't. Yeah, yeah you're not wrong. You're not no. wrong. Yeah. No. Yep. Rust buckets. Yeah. What you got next, Nick? Um. Well, I was I was looking through my list, and like I said, I realize I'm subscribed to a lot of things. I don't know why I'm subscribed to right now. Um. I'll, and I will say this: there's a lot of companies out there that I subscribe to that 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 put out some decent content. Grios Garage is one of them. Yep. Some of their mm-hmm. some of their Grios lives awesome. and, and, and they're funny and they're absolutely yeah. funny. Nick does a great job. Yeah. Um, ARB has a really good channel. A yep. lot of it's Australian stuff that they do, but it's it's a lot of fun to kind of watch. Um, well, they're from Australia, so that makes sense. I and applied this, this, at ARB actually. Mm-hmm. Okay, really. Before I started at Forza, uh, I, I tried to get a job at ARP. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> AARP. Sorry, that's different. Yeah, so, yeah, that's different. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just like I said. I made my like. There's so m- I'm I'm realizing that I'm. It's very very car oriented. Very very mo- uh, motorcycle and bicycle and gun oriented in my <laughs> in my uh, my YouTube stuff. So yeah, mine's not as random. Like there's a lot of stuff that obviously that fits my hobbies. A lot of tech stuff. A lot of tool stuff. A lot of car stuff. One of the ones that doesn't. And I tried to find those that people have enjoyed watching with me or people who have shaken their again. Like my mechanics is one of those ones you sit down and you just kind of end up watching for hours and hours. Another one I do and I often leave in the background. It's an ASMR thing. Uh, it's also an ADD thing, and that's SB mowing. Oh, the guy that goes and mows lawns for free? Yeah. And then gets yelled oh. at by the neighbors because he's doing a good thing? Yeah. <laughs> Is he the one that does, like, fun patterns and stuff? No, he goes into uh, the neighborhoods around his town and finds either abandoned houses where, like, people the whole... People can't afford. People to, can't yeah. afford to mow their lawns or people mm. that are old and, like, just... Like, he just goes around town and cleans up these yards. He's got, like, one and a half million subscribers now, maybe even two. And he's got, like, watching him transform a yard... <laughs> I don't know why I love this so much, but Luke, my uh, like sort of brother-in-law, um, he 
he will sit there. We'll sit there on the couch and like have dinner and just watch this. And Shauna looks at us like, what are you doing? And we're like, look. Enjoying my life. <laughs> the guy's a freaking like, wizard with an edger. But and, <laughs> and, and I will say this too, to a shout out, like he does pretty well in the views, but he also has a Patreon and the money he takes, he takes that and it buys gas and then he goes and does this. And a lot of yeah. times it's for people that have been penalized by the city and they can't afford to have their lawn. It's gotten out of control. They're elderly. It's a lot of good stuff. I mean, yeah, there, dude. there are situations where the neighbor will come and yell at him like, you're making too much noise and why are you doing this? Like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that's another one I, I recommend people check out. So that's, again, I love those ones that kind of like, why am I watching this? That's one of my favorite YouTube channels. Why do I want this so much? Like, uh, I'm not going to, Post 10 is another one. That I, not one of my favorites, but I like to go there occasionally. He's a guy who just goes around and unclogs drains for like storm drains and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. See? He's different. <laughs> He's a little He's different. different. He's, He's different. a little different. <laughs> He's different. But I do watch him. Yeah, <laughs> enjoy watching you. people unclog drains. I, it's the it's the yeah he gets in there with his like knee high boots and his rake and he talks about how a beaver probably did this and how yeah, he's got a, yeah it's like <laughs> cool I mean I watch it don't get me wrong yeah we've got we've all got it have time. you ever seen the the channel uh, Sarah Intuned oh yeah okay yeah I'm gonna preface this Sarah's good looking she knows it um but she works on all her own cars she does some car reviews I'm just saying there's there's yeah make your money I know make I'm not I'm not against it I'm just I respect warning people. Uh, she does a one. She's she's transforming a bunch of cars. Then uh, the, the manufacturers reach out to her. I think she did a really good review on the Bronco and the the Raptor R. Um, and she's building a bunch of stuff, which is kind of cool. So yeah. Um, going back to pointless, like why am I watching this? Yep. Have you guys ever seen Cartnarks? Oh God, yes. What? <laughs> so it's this Cartnarks. Cartnarks. So no, I can't say I have. Okay, bunch of those are out of Washington. Everett in Marysville. I love it. It's amazing. So they'll yeah. camp out in a parking lot and call out people and publicly shame them for being too oh. lazy to return their cart. Got it. Oh, and like, cart oh, narcs. And Got he it. goes he goes kind of overboard yeah, like he'll like, like put their cart behind their car and keep blocking them in and like put <laughs> magnets on their car yeah. oh i have i think i have seen him before yeah yeah, yeah. and i respect it because I like love it. there's two things that'll make me like, actually say something out loud to somebody and that's if they leave their cart like right by their car at costco i'll mm-hmm. just be yeah. like don't worry i'll get that for you i know you're too busy and more important than the rest of us i got it don't worry yeah and they're like looking at me like huh or i have just put it behind their car before um like there you go yeah <laughs> yeah oh for Jerk. sure um, if you also, if you don't return your cart, you're an asshole. Yeah. Leave a mess for someone else to clean up. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> Nick, you look so guilty right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, um, Nick. That dude. Yeah. Whoops. Um, I was going to, some of this stuff is like, okay, um, there's a channel I, I, I follow called Cross Timbers Bryson. Um, it's a bison ranch in, uh, Ooh, yeah, cool. it's, really, it's, cross, it's very cool. They, they're starting their own. I mean, and I, I, I don't, I think I've spit, mentioned it before. I, I want to own land someday and I'd like to have bison, but it's yeah. a great channel. Me too. Um, I want to talk about some of the, uh, big automotive YouTubers. I want to kind of touch on this. The Daily Dream Exotics, the Cletus McFarlane's, I love Cletus by the way. Um, uh, the Stradman, things like that. There is good content on these programs. Oh, yeah. Uh, Daily Driven Exotics is, is becoming more of a less daily driven. They're making more race cars and stuff like that. Um, I've, I've met Damon uh, back in the day. He was different. Um, I think he's kind of a different person now, but um, there is there's content there. Um, uh, it's kind of fun. It's entertaining. They, 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 they're doing some big big builds and stuff like that if you kind of like that. It, it's some it's a lot of, you know, what's behind the curtain. We're not going to show you till next week, and then next week comes and it doesn't happen, but it, there, there is some content there. Yeah. So, nice. yeah. 
I'm trying to think. Oh, I mean, the Formula One channel is massively awesome, by the way. The oh, highlights yeah, are great and things yeah. like that. So, yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, well, Dan will get this. Uh, if you want to laugh, uh, call me Chris. And it's K-A-L-L. Yes. M-E-K-R-I-S. She's absolutely hilarious. She was a Viner, a YouTuber. No, a... Uh, no, she was a TikToker. TikToker. Yeah. Um, she, she's she, hilarious. She's absolutely hilarious. She puts out good content. She'll make you smile. It's, uh, you know... She talks to the voices in her head just like we all the rest of us do. Um, and Yeah, we're not going to lie. It doesn't hurt that she's like one of the most attractive women in Canada. I did not notice that. Okay. didn't notice that's that. Weird. Okay. Yeah. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're not... I, I watch with my eyes closed, so I don't know. Yeah, totally. Um, so, <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Everything else I watch, I I feel like would get too, not political, but just off the beaten track. So, <laughs> yeah. Another, like I have a couple quick shout outs, the Torque Test channel. If you like uh, some of the tool review stuff, if you're really into hand tools or specifically automotive based tools, Torque Test channel tends to put stuff through the ringer, okay. give you real, real world results. Um, they do, like it's funny, the line, um, Project Farm and Torque Test channel, tend to reference each other quite a bit and they like to challenge each other's results in a fun way. Like they're, they're good partners. And then of course uh, my favorite exploring off-road channel uh, that is relatively new, but blew up the last few years is the story till now. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. They're only about love two him. Years. Yeah. He's fantastic. That's that guy goes everywhere. If it is, if that doesn't make you want to explore Canada and yeah. the rest of the U S now, cause we he's talked gone about everywhere. him in the last episode. Yeah. yeah he okay. is, he's the one you should go watch. Um, a special shout out to local and Avance member uh, for Vortex Radar. Absolutely. Mm, uh, nice. If you're choosing a radar detector or a dash cam, um, Vortex Radar is where to go. And I made a lot of my decisions of stuff based on his channel. Uh, real world data, really extensive reviews, um, but I've been very happy with everything he's recommended. And he's local and an Avance member. So that's really cool. Oh, that's great. Yeah. On, on the automotive uh, OCD sign uh, or side, I want to, uh, we've talked about this. We've had him on the show. That's Obsessed Garage. Matt from Obsessed Garage. Yeah. Um, it, 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 Matt is the type of guy that if he's going to detail his Porsche, he sets the camera up. There's no cuts. It's going to be a four-hour four hour yeah. video. Just so you know, um, he does some great tech review, uh, great uh, garage stuff. He builds garages people. He's, he's a good guy. Yeah. But it's a different taste in the mouth and the fact that it's not cuts and stuff like that. He's yeah. very monotone. He's very studied. I mean, he... I always used to joke that he's he's Dan, but Dan has a personality. Uh, but Matt's he's a good guy. Like I said, we've had him on the show. We had a wonderful time. That was God years ago. But um, yeah, thanks to drivers. Just club. be cool. absolutely ready for the fact that you know if he's going to clean a car and he's going to put it on YouTube, you're going to see every single minute of that. So yeah, yep. yeah. I have a lot of honorable mentions. I'll put in the the notes. Things okay. like Wine Folly, Madeline, of course, we've yes. had on the show. Her YouTube channel's great. Um, Throttle Grotto, another uh, yep. Another Avance uh, member, and then the one as a new as a new home, not a new homeowner, but somebody who's really getting into their own stuff. Um, the excellent labor, and um, uh, what's the other one I watch all the time? Uh, not smarter every day. Essential Craftsman. So if you're if Good you're ones. working stuff at home, Essential Craftsman is one of those like you need to know it. They they cover a lot yeah. of the stuff you'll do as a homeowner versus like. There's a lot of specific channels to things, but as a homeowner, you have a different way of working on things. You're not a pro, and they do a really good job of addressing that. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Jeep, uh, Light Bright Nation. Oh, yeah. They do a really good... They're out of uh, Utah, I think. Uh, they do a good job. So Yeah. yeah. And a special shout-out to Fluid Ride as well. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Non-automotive. Um, I love focusing on like improving myself, too, mm -hmm. um, and looking within and like areas I can grow. So Andrew Huberman. Really like his stuff. He's okay. a neuroscientist, uh, 
what is he, a, a professor professor of neuroscientology or something at uh, Stanford. And he'll deep dive into how to use caffeine to better um, yeah. maintain focus or like natural ways to combat ADD, just a bunch of different stuff. And Interesting. Um, Drugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drugs, anti-drugs, all the things. Um, yeah, I really like his. The most... The most listened to podcast for me lately is Tiger Belly, which is Bobby Lee. He's a comedian, Bobby Lee. Oh, I know Bobby. I saw him live. Yeah. They break up. They did, but they're still co-hosting the podcast together. Okay. Interesting. Um, Okay. But I'll have that on while I'm working, and it's just great. I love it. Did you hear that, Dan? Her number one podcast is Tiger Belly. Oh. That's kind of interesting. see how that is. (laughs) I mean. I'll teach you what to do with caffeine. (laughs) (laughs) okay all right well i mean i think i mean i i should give you some stuff to watch some stuff to listen to yeah uh i'm still for podcast damn interesting i tell everybody to start there if you don't if you're not into podcasts if this is the only episode you listen to go to damn interesting that's the best podcast ever is it damn interesting it's yeah it's it's the reason i even started this whole show i mean it wasn't just because people asked us to but like okay if i'm going to do this it was like that right. was yeah. That was the go to and not and I don't we don't model our show after theirs at all, but it was inspiring to say the least, because I value the content. And not just so there's damn interesting weekly, which is like the the weekly updates kind of the news thing, but the actual damn interesting podcast is stories of damn interesting history. Really okay. cool stuff. And I've filled many road trips binging through that. Um I've been one of their big subscribers for years and I love that channel. Is it kind of like a stuff you should know? style no it's i mean i guess kind of it's the the stories are with a single host and it's more um how do i say it it's less opinionated and more like a really really good lecture that draws you in like if, oh, you, had, if you had a really facts then. yeah okay. if you had a really good history teacher like somebody who really drew your attention in this is the kind of show that does it okay. especially because you know even if it's even if you're not really sure where they're going hence the title of the show damn interesting there's going to be a twist that's really cool they talk about some of the world's biggest you know man-made natural disasters um they talk about uh, like they, they call it the petticoat rebellion where um umatilla oregon was the first town to be ran by women because they secretly took over the vote and voted them all themselves into office because the men didn't think anybody would do it really it's so really cool stuff like that um watch yourself yeah <laughs> sounds interesting yeah. Damn interesting. Sounds, yeah. Damn, Damn interesting. interesting. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Very cool. Bunch of free plugs today. Bunch of great channels we think you should check out if you just want to broaden your knowledge. I've noticed a lot of the YouTube channels I watch, with the exception of like SB mowing and stuff, are really like I'm trying to learn. I love learning. I just had a really hard time with it in school because it didn't appeal to me in the way they taught. Catching up mm-hmm. now? I'm not learning. No, I mean, I was, a, I was a terrible high school student. I was a four-point college student when I went, but it was like... I had those divisive things where something, if I was interested in it, I was fine at it. Yep. But if I wasn't mm-hmm. interested in it, it was in one ear and out the other. And then I would usually get a tutor or something. And then they would kind of, the best thing about a tutor, I recommend this to everybody. If you don't like something, if you have kids that are really not into something, find a good tutor because the, one of the best things my parents ever did is find me a tutor who could understand the way I learned and present it in a way that I found it interesting. Cause once it was interesting, I was all about it. I mean, 
I went from like a barely passing biology student in high school to a perfect A student. I love biology. Yeah, I do too. Because I had a great teacher. But I think that comes down to our teachers in the schools, and this is not an insult. No, it's, it's one they teacher. Have a it's job. one teacher trying to teach something to all these kids yeah. that, le- that learn differently, mm-hmm. and so it's tough. But yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, if if I enjoy something, it's yeah, I'm all in. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the same way. That's an ADD thing for sure. That's mm-hmm. why I always did so well at recess. I did. I just understood it. Like it was like go recess outside. Recess lunch. Absolutely. We know I'm good at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And donuts. <laughs> so yeah. Excellent. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that. I mean, that'll. We probably don't need to put another podcast for a while. People can just go watch all this stuff, right? So, right. I'll just keep posting videos from YouTube. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, every now and then, I'll I'll find a good video and be like, "You all have to watch this." Yes. Yeah. And like five people will watch it. It's <laughs> okay. That's okay. I mean, it's better than half the content we send each other on a daily basis. So <laughs> we don't communicate. Cool. We just send memes. We, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. We give each other homework. Read this. Read this. Why haven't you read, read this, this yet? Read this. Buy this. Read this. <laughs> Let's chat on Thursday. That's oh. just you. That's what we do to you. Like, yeah. so. It's just nice. I mean, you being our friend has cost me no money because it's, it's it, it, when it was just him and I, just I was buying things all the time. Now he makes you buy things. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank what else you. have you gotten recently? Because I have. God knows I have. In Shop Talk, it's tools, man. I've got more tools. Yeah. I don't think... Oh, have I bought... I don't think I've bought anything really right now. That's impressive. I Well, I mean, it's just... I'm trying to... I have a new goal, and I'm, I'm going I'm to... I want... I, my, I want to... I want to... Uh, I want a Raptor. I want a Ranger Raptor, or I want a ZR2. I also my lease that. is up in January of, of 2024, and I'd like to... I'd like to pay cash for that, so I'm... <laughs> Yeah, trying to save my pennies and dimes, but we'll see. That being said, I went to the Lego store today, so you know who Ooh. knows. So <laughs> who knows? Who knows what will happen? No cool so, tools yeah. though lately. No, you know I haven't. I I for, I thought I ordered that new Milwaukee uh, dead blow hammer, uh, but I didn't. Uh, apparently, my order never went through, so I need to work on that. But uh, I need that to take the wheels off the Triumph. But oh um, yeah, it's true knockoffs, to, right? True knockoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I haven't. I have been tr- literally deleting the Milwaukee emails as they come in because I know there's some stuff I, I want and are going to need. Um, the next project, and actually you already kind of talked about it, is I need, I need to put together a kit. I have no kit for if we're out and something happens to a tire on one mm. of the bikes. So yeah. I, don't, I don't have that. So I need to pick up a new tube. But because I'm doing that, I'm gonna, I need to pick up new tires. We looked at it when we did the oil change last yeah, week, and it's time for some 606s. And um, I figure when I do that, I'll get – what I can do is, is I'll probably buy an extra tube or extra two tubes and at least keep one with me. Because they're going to be different sized tubes, aren't they, front and rear? And not necessarily. You just, it, if something it doesn't work get me the back same as yeah. yeah. Okay. I need to do that, and I need to figure that's, – that's something, a kit that I need to put together. You, you're already talking about it with the air compressor and stuff, yeah. but I need to have that just because I don't want to be stranded somewhere. Get a so. rack, man. Get a rack, a small bag. Makes all the difference. Keep that weight I'm off. I'm not going to look as cool. So. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> What about you, Megan? No. Racks make all the difference, Nick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you I want, want free stuff. Yeah, yeah apparently. Yeah. 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 Everybody buys me a drink. <laughs> I want one of those, um, it's called a, what is it, a nibbler, I think, to cut out rusted pieces of metal on your project cars. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. All right. Yeah. I really need one of those. <laughs> or just stop buying cars that have so much rust on them and you'll be fine. Yeah. I can't. It's a way of life. It's a way I of life. Do that. Russ, fully Russ, committed. Russ Valley down there. He's not going to yeah. know what to do. The monkey doesn't actually need anything. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. There's a couple of spots where the paints come off. There'll be some rust there. You'll be fine. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't right need exhaust. Out. It'll save you some weight. Yeah. yeah. That's the only reason to get exhaust on that bike. 
It, it sounds it takes better. A, it takes, it takes a up lot. so much it weight. So much weight. Yeah. Yeah. And you fit so. better. Yeah. Um, I got some new tools because, of course, I needed some. Oh, this is just Dan telling it. Yeah. Okay. It's Dan, shop talk. Dan, it's Dan's story time. Gee, Dan, what did you get? <laughs> yeah. uh, I got the new, uh, not new, new to me, obviously, uh, DeWalt uh, Circular Saw, four and a half inch, though. The ultra oh, small. I saw that. That's yeah. I like that a lot. So it's a, can, I can cut metal with it. I can cut wood with it. I actually bought it for woodworking. Um, that the one that was in the kitchen, or did you get a different one? I got a different one. I was going to say that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I sent that one back after looking at it and looking at it. I actually sent that one back. Hmm. So I had a three and a, I got the three and a half inch cutoff tool, but what I really need is the four and a half inch uh, small saw. I needed a small circular saw. It's just handy to have around, and I cut a lot of wood that I don't need a full skill saw for. And so what I'm going for is something quick and easy to transport and move around, and so I got that. Um, I got my corner braces finally, which are corner braces are corner clamps for <laughs> Uh, well, that logs. would have been nice when you were building that. Yep, exactly. I'm putting <laughs> off buying these things, and then I got new blades for some of the tools. I finally got uh, some different hole punches, uh, not uh, nail set, nail setter punches. Yeah. So these are specifically concave punches. I have several punches, but I don't have conca- concave nail setter punches. And this is when I'm trying to bury a nail like deep into the wood and hide it for like a pin nail or something, or pound in some rivets, uh, which some some do require pounding in, not a rivet tool. This is what I've got them for. Then let's see here. My my Amazon guy like started calling me like three times a day. There's a dog at your house. I don't, I don't know. And he was scared. Oh and, no! Yeah. What are, is they, it a black lab? No, is it bingo? Theo? Oh, it's bingo. Yeah, it's okay. bingo. Oh, and yeah. Bingo kept dropping toys outside the Amazon uh-huh. truck, trying to get him to play with them, and yep. he was scared. It's bingo. Okay. <laughs> Which made me laugh. Fair enough. Bingo. Yeah, he'll love you to death. Yeah. Exactly. So and then, um, yeah, so we built this, we built this frame. We should tell you, I should we tell you about it, this. Yeah. yeah. This is kind of cool. I went to do an oil change and ended up helping that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks, so, Nick. Yeah. I'm glad so we helped you. There's a sauna in the, in the garage, right? But I needed. It's a Shauna sauna. Yeah. It's a Shauna sauna. It's a Shauna sauna. So I need it somewhat mobile though, which is not what you think about when it's a sauna, but we're converting the garage into a gym. And, and so, just so we're clear, these saunas are built where you're supposed to kind of build them and not move them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like most saunas, right? <laughs> right. So what I did is I built a frame around it out of just two by fours and then a couple of two by sixes. I used all scrap wood and then I put some kick down wheels like you'd use for a workbench. And so these fold up and then they come off. They literally slide off just for, you have some brackets, but I made like just this frame for it to drop into. And now they're really heavy duty wheels. They're like 600 pounds a piece of capacity. So more than enough for the sauna. And so we built this, but this is where we needed those corner clamps because I needed to make perfect squares. So I had to measure the 45s to make sure I got it perfectly square. And it worked. It worked great, actually. But uh, moving that sauna was not fun. But, uh, man, I'm anything heavy, I'll send you guys. I'll post a photo just because it's kind of interesting. It really worked great. Like, I can move that thing around one person, no problem. And yeah. what is the purpose of moving the sauna around? So we have to put um, – we're putting in – I'm sealing the floor and I need a way to move it across and in and out of the garage while I seal the floor. And then I'm putting in rubber mats, uh, for the gym, which are, I'm just using uh, horse stall mats, which if you're looking for a gym floor people, or you just need a rubberized floor, look at horse stall mats from tractor supply co. They're Those are the best. Yeah. They're like, yeah. you can drive on them. You can drop anything you want on them. They're, they're perfect for a gym floor, but the uses of these things, just, you'll see what I'm talking about. If you, yeah. if you ever need one, you want to put one in front of a workbench, super cheap, and about as durable as anything's ever going to be. But like, yeah, you if you want to pressure wash them, yeah, you need a gym floor. You're looking at like, you know, what, 15 bucks a square foot. These are like 60 bucks for a four by six or four by eight. So they're cheaper than a piece of plywood. Uh, what we're leaving out here is this sauna is literally like, it's a Costco sauna, right? Yeah. Three person. And you, it, 
you like you clamp it together. Like there's no nails in this thing. Yeah. So like when We're Jan and I went to lift it to try to get it on the thing, it kind of came apart because it's not really meant to move <laughs> yeah. that much. So it was, you know. Yeah, we put a strap underneath it and taking up a, a tie strap apart, lifting it up and sliding underneath and sliding it on. Thanks, Luke. Luke. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Luke. Thanks, Luke. Yeah. Uh, we had some help. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you need something heavy to move around, like if you have a mobile workbench, these wheels I got, man, I'm going to cool. use those on everything. Because yeah. like they would lift a car. And they literally just kick down, and then once they're up, you can take them off, and you don't have them, these wheels sticking out anywhere. So you're saying we could mount them to a car and move somebody's car? We could. Interesting. Yeah. Mm, good to know. Oh, speaking <laughs> of which, and um, let's see here. It is the ninth right now in 12 to 15 days. It's kind of a little window, window right now. I will officially be the friend with a lift. Yes. Oh. Yep. Okay. Two posts, 10,000 pounds lift okay. is going in. It is scheduled and ready to go. So my lift is in. and we have to cut out the roof first? I'm going to cut out that center section, but not yeah. the wall. So No, no, no. But yeah. does that have to go out first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get on that, Megan. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go. I'm, I started taking it apart up there a little bit, and it's mostly just I'm not demoing. I'm unscrewing. No. Yeah. So that makes it a lot better. And sure. I thank God I bought a nail puller, like an actual, you know, the, oh, the yeah. little one I have. So I don't have to destroy those beams because yeah. two by eights are expensive and I have a lot of them. So nice. that'll be yeah. good. So that'll be great. And that's the reason, the reason I have that cutoff tool for that floor. Oh. I can make really precise straight cuts with that thing without in a really cramped space. So, but yeah, Dan's like, I bought a $5,000 lift so that I could buy a $30 tool. <laughs> 140. 140. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Right, right, right. With an extra blade. Exactly. <laughs> I just need a reason for the tool. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Speaking of things I need, how's that uh, Milwaukee packout thing there behind you? Yeah. <laughs> you look away. <laughs> Avert your eyes. Yeah. You and I need to go in so, on one for Christmas for Yeah. Him. I know. Split that, I think that expensive. <laughs> okay, so. I was at Home Depot and so no, we're I was just like, cheap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, okay, to be honest, though, I went back to Home Depot because I was like, I have to get one for Nick. And they only had the smaller size, and I felt like such an ass. I saw the smaller ones. I didn't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, no. like, I can't gift you Thank the you for smaller. thinking of me that. So, yeah. Those are adequate. Yeah. <laughs> size doesn't matter. It's what Sorry. you put in it. Yeah. Anybody says that's yeah. lying. All right. Well, we need to end this because this is going. This is dragging. We're spiraling yeah, out we're, spiraling. we're short compared I'm to kidding. most podcasts this is this is true this yeah. is true yeah that's true yeah true i guess besides shop talk's fun i i don't it disagree is. this is amazing we should probably do it in a shop next time yeah <laughs> next time yeah well we speaking should, of which we should, should build a platform on your new lift and then do it on the lift yes there you go <laughs> Could we, or in the office. <laughs> could we somehow like <laughs> circumvent the stairs and use the lift to get to the new? Technically. You'd have to go through the little crawl space I made. That's all we yes, needed. That's yeah. all we yeah. need to hear. Yep. Yeah. If and it I, doesn't work, I get to do the I get to do the uh the Kool-Aid man through his office. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, with a little more con- with a little more convincing, we can get the pallet forks on the tractor, which isn't there yet, and then we can use that to get us up there. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Tractor, huh? <laughs> Tractor, huh? Hint, hint. <laughs> dig your own head. Dig your own That was funny. You're going to get a tractor? We don't say tractor around here. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's a little better. Yeah, uh, it's me. It's yeah, me. I'm the better yeah, one. No. Yeah. Dan wants a tractor. Tractors are expensive. Yes. Wow. Yes. Home ownership is wow. expensive. Well, we knew that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Summer home ownership, ownership is not too <laughs> bad. Home ownership with land is expensive. Mm-hmm. I yeah, really need to is. build the compound. That's what you get for wanting to have a nice place. I, mean, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we were having that conversation. Of, could we could we really use this to clear the land? I'm like, yeah, 
but I'd probably rather spend the money to just get like a massive bulldozer <laughs> and do it that way. That would be fun. Yeah. We put some steel plates on it, take it down. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> different dream. Different dream. Sorry. Downtown Seattle. Yeah, oh, yeah, that too. I'm fine with North Bend and yeah, Soquelme. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to pick up donuts. We're heading downtown. <laughs> Actually, if any of our listeners have like just for fun an oversized bulldozer, like if you're in that industry, I could use it. Okay. I mean like a forest clearing bulldozer. Well, rent it. Yeah. No, no, no. Not the kind you can rent. The kind where somebody has to own the, the, the truck and shut down the road to drop it off. Mm, okay. I want something that'll like... You still have to rent that. Oh, yeah. I would rent it from the person. That's what I say. Not yeah, from, yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't okay. expect it for free. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. like... I okay. just think it would be... Like, when, we, when I was a little kid, I looked back, I found the photo actually. My dad got this bulldozer from somebody he knew because that was my dad. He knows, knew everybody. And this thing was massive. This is literally like Darrington Forest Clearing... Oh, we could, you know, saw it down, but if we just knock this thing into it, we can take down this redwood, that kind of bulldozer. That's how Ferngully wow. started, just so we're clear. And he went back through the woods, and we had these five acres, and he literally just cleared the path by just driving this thing down there and knocking yes. the alders out of the way. He just went around the evergreens and the cedars, and he's like, here's the road. Yep. And that's what I want for my land. Because, like, seeing how, or vaguely remembering, but also seeing how much easier it is when you have a massive piece of equipment, and like, oh, there's a stump there. What stump? You know, that helps. <laughs> what do you think? Like three days and you're going to have it done? Uh, yeah, depending on the, the size. Right big dozer, yeah, yeah. the right big dozer, yeah. Because yeah. you can be knocking and you can be teeth and dragging behind you. And, yeah. Yep. Because then, yeah, you just knock and use the box of the massive blade. It wouldn't be a box blade on something that large. It'd be yeah. a blade and you just well rip, And a ripper tooth behind you. Yeah. Yep. Well, you can put the ripper teeth, if you get the good any the ripper teeth on the front blade and the back, back blade flat. So it's tearing up as you go, but and you got to have really heavy equipment to do that. Yeah. Those will bog you, but yeah. So satisfying though. Right. Oh my gosh. I could watch that all day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is another YouTube that I recently watched. It was like a brush hog just going around someone's property. Yeah. It's like 20 acres. Yeah. Just munching through trees There's some and brush. really cool stuff like that in Europe. Like I've seen some like mm-hmm. demonstration videos where I'm like, oh, that'd be fun. Right. Yeah. And then three hours later, you're like, okay, well, there yeah. went my afternoon. I think it was my brother who told me when I was a kid. He said, if you have a problem, there's a tool for it because nothing, there's nothing new. Like there, there are, there are specialized tools for like plumbing for pecs and things like that and HVAC. And he's like, but if there's a problem that needs to be solved, there's a tool for it. You just haven't found the tool for it yet. And sometimes it's brute force, which makes me laugh because it's like, what's the tool? Giant fucking hammer. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. But sometimes it's, you know. Well, I mean, Dan and I were geeking out over, it was a, it was a farm video and the guy was going along in his field, dragging a box behind his tractor and the, the box had a laser and it was shooting weeds. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, okay, don't have a farm. Still want that. Yeah. Yeah. So, right? yeah. Somebody give me a really high-powered laser gun. That's how everybody's always wanted one Never of those. Never give Dan a high-powered laser gun. I have a high-powered laser. <laughs> Next God. shop talk, he's like, I'm buying farmland so that we can buy this. And a laser. <laughs> Sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. There was somebody who made a, a motion-detecting high-powered... Uh, uh, That's a sentry gun, Dan. No, but they made it out of a laser that was just um, a spread field laser. So you can do a spread field laser, which doesn't blind everybody. But it was like as soon as you got on the property, it followed you with that. And like, yeah. Whoa. You want to scare the crap out of somebody at night? Do that. Yes. I know, right? I just want to get the sound of a uh, uh, a minigun spinning up. Yeah. 
And then just have a trail camera. I feel like this part needs to be cut just so we don't incriminate ourselves in the future. I'm just going to say that. Like, <laughs> we would never do that. It wasn't premeditated. Well, I, I bring to you uh, the Avance podcast, episode 302. <laughs> it starts with Megan handing an envelope full of cash. Yes, and I mean, exactly. You know. What is the first thing you're going to do with your monkey? Um, aside from write it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is having a hard time controlling himself over here. You don't say. What do you think your first mod's going to be? Well, exhaust, now that you said that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, good luck. Idea. It's expensive. <laughs> it's worth it. Yoshi. But it is. Go Yoshi. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you put the the Yoshi on the blue one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I sent you the picture. I put the old ones on, the exhaust. I just got to pull the clutch. You did? Yeah, I sent a group photo. I, okay. There are times that you guys oh. get, get on a... On a, on a that get, is true. You get talking, and I'm like, ah. Did you send it to us or the, or the McCall stuff? I don't know. I don't think you sent I it. I just randomly send you pictures of monkeys. Okay, that, I'm not, okay. I'm setting you up. Sure. I don't know what to say. No, I, I have pictures. Oh, you you sent us pictures of the Olin shocks, but you didn't show them on the bike, so. Oh, yeah. okay. But yeah, okay. Well, I'll now send he's you. going to. So. I'll send it to you. I'm sorry that you're too busy to keep up with us sometimes. <sighs> I, I just, some, okay, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> all right. because you don't live your life in front of a screen like the rest of us. I do, though. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to keep up with you guys. You guys are cool cats. <laughs> so, yeah. We're planning our next monkey ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we yeah we get we, yeah yeah. Okay. We'll cut it there. All yeah. right. We're gonna go ride monkeys together. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Woo! You should join us, listeners. Oh, it's usually me that's causing these issues. Um, <laughs> all right, you too. Nick's kind. Of, Nick doesn't last more than an hour, and so I'm. No, just he like, does. He's just. I my brain is the my my ADHD is kicking in, and I'm going to start saying things. You're going to have to cut so out many so many jokes. Yes. The amount yeah. of Michael Scott moments. I Pretty much. I know she said. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I never even watched that show. You all right, guys. Great. Well, for this episode of the Avance Podcast, I'm Nick. I'm Megan. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.